spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Wednesday. It's a wet one indeed. Yeah, I'm looking out the window. It's very wet. It's very windy. And uh, this is uh, terrible weather. So if you're heading home, be careful. Oh, the boy, roads are going to be about slick. This. We're tracking the storm. You're not excited to drive uh, an hour into You know what's this. funny is, you know, have you ever noticed, and I'm sure, Becky, you know this and everybody else out there, Yeah, you, you don't turn your wipers on for a while, and then you turn them on, and then all of a sudden they're, like, falling apart. They don't work. Oh, yeah. They're, like, wiggly, and it's like a, it's like an octopus on there. Yeah, I think one of mine is like that. Oh, my gosh. Boy, the excitement tonight, kids. <laughs> all right, so. Turn uh, your lights on. Okay. I always feel like I need to tell everybody to turn their lights on. Do you know how many cars? It's automatic can... mostly, right? I know, but sometimes when it's like not really dark, those yeah. automatic that things dust. don't kick in yet. Yeah. So I find a lot of cars driving around in the dark with no lights on. Well, be careful. Uh, it's wet. It's slick out there. Uh, take your time getting home. We'll get you the next next report on the weather coming up in about eight minutes. Okay. So um, I mean, it's it's a mess with with the. With teachers, uh, there's so many vacancies in Arizona, yes. 3,000. We've got hundreds of people who really are not teachers, but they are in a classroom, and they're they're trying to teach your kid. And some are okay, and then some are just a mess. And I mean, that's the reality of the situation in, in Arizona. It shows you how desperate we are that we're really just letting anybody go into a classroom. Because we just, I mean, it's like, well, these kids need somebody. Uh, they'd find a babysitter. And that's not good enough. What about an outside-the-box way to find teachers for for schools? Um, there is, I, I don't know how good this is. I don't know how good this is. They're literally calling it, as I said, an outside-the-box idea to address uh, teacher shortages. And it's uh, allowing a third-party company to teach. All right. The Littleton Elementary School District just voted down an outside-the-box idea to address their teacher shortage. The district was considering allowing a third-party company to help teach students at one of their schools. All right. What do you do if you're a third-party company? What do you, what do you, how do you do this? The move Kristen Robert calls controversial was a deal being considered between the Littleton Elementary School District and Third Future Schools. All right. And what would happen? A spokesperson telling ABC 15, Littleton would have retained control of all enrollment and student records. The building, meals, transportation, maintenance, and the technology infrastructure. But some of the staffing would have come from Third Future. All right. uh, I'm trying to understand this. Is this rent a teacher? Future. Yeah. Is this, if you're, are you renting a teacher? Sounds like it. We'll see what they're all about this third Teacher future thingy, but bobber. Well, I don't know. If a district is short several teachers, you go to this third party and do you hire teachers? Like probably this this third party company is going to bring people in and teach them how to be a teacher. And then if you need someone, you rent them. I, 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 I that sounds that sounds terrible to me. So they're like a they're like a temp agency for teachers. Yeah, yeah. I don't want my. I don't want that. I don't want them in front of my kid. I want a teacher who cares. I want a teacher who's there for the year. I don't. Want, well, you, you know do? what? At Two some weeks, point, though, weeks? you've got to take what you can get, right? I mean, or do, would you rather have no teacher? Well, right now, maybe. I mean, so hey, kids, ba- teach yourself. Well, a bad teacher is 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 not better than no teacher. So I don't know. I mean, then you put two classes together yeah, but and you we, got 50 we, we kids. We can't lump everybody into just being horrible teachers because they haven't, you know, everybody. It's, it's, uh, 
it's tough. I mean, again, out, outside the box, at some point in time, you've got to start figuring out what you're going to do because you, you've you got to address this. And until there's more pay, this is what you're going to have. To, this isn't going to go away tomorrow. Hmm. But are we addressing any of this in Arizona or do we just continue to complain about the issue? About the problems nationwide, they're complaining about. It's not just Arizona. Nationwide, we're right. we're we're up there. But the difference is nationwide. In some places, there's a decent amount of, of pay, but it's you know you also have to look where you live. Here, we don't have great pay, but it's still not you know it's not California where you get a hundred thousand, but you, you know it's you need a million dollars to buy a house. Well, I think the first thing we we have to realize, and I know it goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway. Teachers don't get into the job to make a lot of money. But they should be able to live. They have to be able to live. Absolutely, great point. That's that's the thing. They're not doing it to get rich. There's not a single teacher in Arizona that is teaching to get rich. They know that was never uh, that was never on the docket. It was never going to work. It, but you have to be able to live, uh, and you have to have a day off here and there. And a lot of teachers don't have Saturdays and Sundays off. You know why? They're at home and they're working and they're grading papers for hours and hours and hours. Believe me, I was married to a teacher and married to a teacher. She was in the in uh, uh in the in the she was teaching for almost 30 years. Every Saturday, no doubt about it. No doubt about it, hours and hours of grading. Sometimes if we went on vacation, she would take the papers with her. She'd grade it on the plane. If we were going, you know, say we were driving from here to Rocky Point, guess what? She's grading in the car. That's and teachers understand that. They get it, okay? Um but you got to pay a fair salary. So I know right now in Arizona, there's a legislator. He's a Republican. He says, listen, let's give teachers a $10,000 raise. Uh, and then all the Democrats say no. Well, as you always like to say, devil's in the details. I mean, some of the details to me, it looks like it's not sustainable. It's a one-year deal, kind of. But would you rather have $10,000 for one year as opposed to 100% of nothing? I don't know if I'd want to go from, let's just say, $40,000 a year to 50 and then you you swipe the rug uh, uh, out from under me. So you just rather stay at 40. No, I I'd rather get 10 every year. Why can't well, they do that? I know that, but if it, but at the end of the day, if you well, can't then, get 10 uh every year at least for right now while they fight this out and they offer an opportunity to have 10 next year, mm-hmm. I'd rather take the 10 next year than be at 40 and still watch them fight it out. But then you got nothing the next year. You go right back but to your original. But you might be at nothing the next year anyways. Yeah. So you're giving away $10,000 because, well, I don't want to go back down. Well, so you'd just rather stay at the same place? Well, then call it a bonus. Don't call it a raise. Yeah, call it whatever you want to call it. But, you know, I mean, it, it, it's. It, I think we're looking at it very short-sighted. And you would hope to think that the pressure that you could put on people to keep it there would also, you know, because government likes to, very rarely like to sunset things. Yeah. Well, this idea, I don't know. It's a third party. They will uh, teach people how to te- how to become a teacher. And then if you need somebody, it's like rent a teacher. We got to do better than that. Uh, we got to do better than that. I, 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 we really do. That's just not going to. Uh, you have a teacher come in for a week. What kind of what, what is that? They don't know the kids. You know what it sounds to me like? It sounds like the the traveling nurse. Right. Yeah. But they, but they might stay longer than a week. Maybe. You might rent them, and they might be there for a whole quarter. You don't know. It's not that they're just coming in for a day. And by the way. Sometimes it is, though. But that's like when I was a kid growing up, we'd had substitutes a lot. They would come in for a day. I'd never see them again. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't. that's no different. Rent a teacher. <laughs> that's where we are. Coming up right now, it's time for Five Spot. This is where we put you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. So... 
One of the big stories in Arizona today is that we have the fifth highest rate of people quitting their jobs. Arizona is fifth. Fifth highest rate of people quitting their jobs. Here's what we want to do. Call us if you quit your job in the last year or so. Call us if you quit your job in the last year or so. We want to know when, why did you do it, and are you are you doing better now? Do you have a better job, or do you think, you know what, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have quit? Arizona, number five in the nation when it comes for people quitting. Call us if you quit your job in the last year. 277-KTAR, 602-277-5827. Uh, five Spot is next. And Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. All right, let's put you on the spot about this. Arizona has the uh, fifth highest rate of people quitting their jobs. Call us if you quit your job in the last year. 277-KTAR. Let's pick your brain about why. Uh, Arizona, number five. Wow. What do we have first? Heather and Peoria. Heather, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. So you've quit your job uh, in the last year? Yeah. Today. Whoa. Actually. Uh why did you why'd you quit your job today? Because I realized that my job is just as expendable as I am. Wow. And I might not make as much money, but I can find a new job tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Where are you gonna go work? Uh I can go to AutoZone, I can go to Fries, I could go to Circle K, I could go work for another HVAC company, I could go work for an electrical company. So you're not worried? You're not so let me yes. ask you let me ask you a quick question. Why quit your job when you don't have a job lined up? If I don't feel appreciated, I'm not gonna stick around and I'm confident enough in myself. Gotcha. All right. All right. Cool. Hey. Well good luck. I hope you find a new job, but yeah. there's plenty of them available, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, let's go with Nan in Queen Creek. Uh, Nan, you quit your job in the last year? I did. All right. You can actually call me by my first name. You can call me Joy. All right, Joy. Are we calling people by their so, last name on this show? Because I don't understand that, Benson. Uh, yeah. Look at me. <laughs> you know, I didn't type Nan in Queen <laughs> Creek on this. Somebody else did, wise right. man. He's going to quit his job soon. <laughs> Joy, well, do you quit your job. When, when, when was it again? So I quit my job. Well, it's been a little bit over a year now. Okay. Um, I was very unhappy working from home. Um, went to work in education, and I love my job. Love the people I work with. Definitely didn't go into it to to get rich, but it's very rewarding. Are you a teacher now? No, I actually am the supervisor over the before and after school program with Queen Creek Unified School District. And got it. Um, so yeah, good, good for you. Good, good for you. For you. Right. Good luck. Well, Absolutely. Well, right on. Sorry, right. For, sorry, Joy or Nan, Nan, whatever your name was. Uh, Jimmy in Phoenix. I hope that's your name. Uh, when did you quit your job and why? I quit my job just a little under a year ago, and I quit, like your last segment said, because I was a teacher. Now I make more money, got way less stress, everything's going great. What are you doing? Uh, I work for the state government. Okay. Uh, How how many years did you teach? Uh, Only two years, but I worked in education before that as well. Yeah. 
A lot of teachers go yeah. in and they last a year or two because they find out really quick how difficult it is and how bad the money is. Yeah. And that they don't and the get a lot of support. the private sector should always pay better uh, in life. Uh, that's tend to be is what happened. But, mm-hmm. you know, that we should pay a, a, a living wage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joseph in Maricopa, uh, when did you quit and why? I quit in July of last year. And it was, I got 40 cents in four years. So I got a pay raise of fifteen thousand by going to this new company, and thinking about doing it again because it's another ten thousand. So you're jumping from company to company, and you think you can make more as you go? I absolutely okay. In you're four a... years, I made sixty cents, and now I made fifteen by going to this company. And with the economy the way it is, I'm thinking about leaving again because it's more money somewhere else. All right, job hopping. Uh, five spot. Arizona has the fifth highest rate of people quitting their jobs. We're talking to uh, people who quit where they are now and if they're better off. All right, uh, Charles in Phoenix. Uh, when did you quit and why? I quit last uh, November. I quit a parse handler job, and now I am a truck driver making twice as much. Oh, good for you. Good for you. That's a tough living, man. Right, it being is. a truck truck driver, right? Uh, actually, no. I drive locally, so I'm home every night. Okay. And I go down to the dairies, I pick up milk, and I go deliver it and let the processor make cheese out of it. There you go. All right. right. And you make double the money. Yeah. No problem so, with that. So, Look out for yourself. Oh, I mean, everybody that we really talked to, the first caller quitting today was pretty interesting. Yeah. Not appreciated. A couple of our callers, unhappy, I wrote down, not appreciated. Uh, a couple of our callers said, you know what? I could just I could just go from one place to another and I'll make some more money. And, you know, hey, good. That's what it's about. Make yourself happy uh, and make some more money. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it also says something about Arizona's economy, maybe. Their jobs to be had. Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, you know? our buddy Jim Rounds yesterday said, look, we're, we're in a much better position than the vast majority of states out there when yeah. it comes to the economy. And that's a, that's a good thing. All right, cool. Thanks, everybody, for the calls on Five Spot. Up next, why are so many undocumented immigrants leaving the U.S. and going back to their homeland? They're going back? They're not coming here? They're leaving? Well, They're going one back? one particular country is seeing an influx of uh, people heading home. Okay, we'll talk about it next. I'm going to hit you with something here. Hit me. Los Angeles City Council has announced, along with the police, that there are going to be 28 calls that police will no longer respond to. Could be coming to a city near you. Could be coming to Phoenix. Yes. Non-criminal and or non-violent homeless and quality of life related calls. No more criminal mental health calls. So non-criminal mental health calls. Somebody's outside shouting at a tree. They're not coming. Okay. Right? Do they send someone else? Doesn't say that police just say we're not dealing with it anymore. Public health order violations, nonviolent calls for services at city parks, any under the influence calls where there is no other crime in progress. So if you're drunk on the streets Uh or high, but you're not breaking a law, they're just going to let you wander around. There's some scary stuff in here. How about this one? Mm. Uh, Suspicious uh, or or possible dead bodies with no indication of foul play. So somebody's dead. No foul play. They're not showing up. See, people are going to still call 911. Yeah. But it it depends on where is the 911 operator going to transfer you to? Like, who's you got to have somebody out there to, to come and get a dead body. Yes. Uh, now, calls for services for loud noise, loud music, or party calls. Hmm. 
that have zero victims. So if you're the neighbor going, these people are bugging me. Disturbing the peace. Yeah, yeah, they're panhandling, illegal vending, illegal gambling, defecating or urinating in public. They're not coming. If they see you do it, you're in trouble. Maybe. If I see you do it and I call the police. You honk the horn? They won't come. Yeah. I, no, I don't think I'd honk the horn. No. I want them to finish what they're doing. If I don't people are dumping them. trash, abandoning vehicles, uh, vicious or dangerous dog complaints, uh, they're not coming. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they've just said, eh, we've had enough. Well, here's the deal. Police, it's like, it's, they're like teachers in a way. They have nine jobs. They have 15 jobs. Like a teacher has to be a nurse. A teacher has to be, you know, teach a math. The teacher has to be a psychologist. Teacher... So now with cops, you got to solve somebody's marriage problems. Right. You've got to maybe give somebody Narcan. You've got to be a drug counselor. You've got to be a homeless advisor. Right, You've got to right. be all. And then, by the way, you have to fight crime. Yes. So, I mean, uh, all right. So off the top of your head, we just saw this story. We decided that you decided to, you know, just throw it here. Do you like this? I mean, is it is it that police officers are so shorthanded that they just can't they just can't get to everything? And if they say they're going to, yeah, we can get to everything, you'd be waiting three hours. Yeah. Well, that's just, you know, Maybe it's funny it. when you hear a lot of people say this now. And, and I had a cop buddy uh, tell me this. When you hear somebody say, you know, crime is down in such and such a city. Mm-hmm. Uh, go, is it down? Because here's the thing. Reported crime may be down. But I may get 500 phone calls where you've had your car broken into. We're never coming to you. So crime may be up. Mm-hmm. But uh, incidents reports, that's where you have to look about crime because you have to go file it yourself, do everything yourself. And I think cops are at the point now it's like they're overworked in a place and they're underappreciated no in a place like Los Angeles oh, sure. where they're completely underappreciated. Yeah. And that's been a big problem. So if you call 911, they're not considering this stuff an emergency. An emergency. But will do they have someone that will consider it? Okay, it's a non-emergency and we can help you with that but we don't know who they're going to send out well yeah like but it's like especially for the mental health calls right so okay. if somebody's outside and you know i mean you're calling and there's somebody that's obviously disturbed outside you're not sure if they're dangerous or not they're saying well there's no victim so we're not coming but are you going to then send a social worker out to them yeah but here's the thing if you do see someone outside what did you say yelling at a tree yeah okay that person could hurt him or herself but there's no victim yeah. Or if you go outside, that person could attack you. You never know. Yeah. So aren't you calling the police to prevent something like that from happening? Yeah. Okay. So, so let me get this straight. If I went out and talked to the person yelling at a tree and said, listen, can I help you? And they assault me. I can't call the cops. Yeah. No. Oh, then I can call the cops. Well, if they assault oh, you. That's ridiculous. See, so like, okay, a perfect example. Yeah. So next door to my mother is a, a guy who lives with his mother. He is... Cougar for Cocoa Puffs. Okay. He's on drugs. He's nuts. He will go outside at two in the morning and scream at the top of his lungs. He will do stuff. I mean, it, I, I feel bad. Drugs have melted his brain. He used to be a nice kid. And my brother comes home the other night and he says, uh, gets out of the car. It's like two in the morning. He's closing down the rink. He comes home and he's like, the wolves are out to get me. And, and my, my brother looks at him and goes, and he's screaming outside. And he goes, obviously, they're not coming tonight. Oh. But the cops will come over okay. and they'll just stand there. There's nothing they can do. He's threatening to kill his mother. There's nothing they can do until he strikes somebody or does something. And they're at the point now where my mom says it's 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 impossible to get them to do anything. And it's sad. So unless there is an actual attack or a victim, it's, it ain't happening. Mm. It ain't happening. Because a lot of times when you make that phone call, the police 
prevent it. It's a, like a preemptive phone call. Yeah. And then they stop what violence could happen. Yeah, or they're getting there and violence has happened, but there could be more violence and they're trying right. to get to that before it happens. Hey, listen, I'm all for protecting police. There's no question about it. We back the cops. Uh, they have the most tough job that I could ever think of. Uh, I don't know if this is going to work in L.A. No. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And I think some of it also has to do with the fact that, you know, uh, they've got a, a D.A. there in this woke t- D.A. Garcon. Uh, this who, is L.A. Yeah, L.A. Yeah. And this I is, hear he's terrible. He is. He, he this is how bad he is. Yeah. There is a. Uh, uh, a quick side note: There was a, a they suspended one of their top prosecutors uh, this past week because he misgendered a criminal who molested a child who now identifies as a woman. Yeah. So and they feel they don't get any backing. So their whole thing is unless it's murder or a crime or something that they could absolutely that they're preventing, they're not going to waste their time because you're just going to let them out in an hour. So about twenty eight, twenty eight, twenty eight new. What do you calls want to call them? that they will not be uh, responding to in, in Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Okay. All right. Uh, coming up next. Coming up. We were going to talk about uh, this story. Undocumented immigrants are leaving the United States. They're going back to their homeland. Why are they leaving the U.S.? Talk about it next. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Uh, migrants. People that have come here illegally, immigrants, whatever you want to call them, wandering nomads who are looking for snowflakes and unicorns. Uh, it's a revolving door in some areas, and in particular Mexico. And get ready for this. Uh, the the According to this, now remember, these numbers are based on uh, everything to me is imaginary anymore when it comes to immigration. But according to the uh, several different outlets, the population of people who live in, Mexi- uh, live in America... Uh, from Mexico here illegally has dropped from 6.6 to 4.4 million. Many of them are had no self-deporting, self-deporting. All right. So they're here either. It, it, let me just make sure I'm, I'm correct here. They're here, either here illegally or they. No, they're here illegally. They're here illegally. Yeah. OK, so two million of them have returned home. Yes. OK. Uh, Is it New York okay. lost uh, in California. By the way, California lost 815,000 Mexicans. Uh, in the space of about 10 years, Texas lost about 260,000. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that they're here long enough. They have saved up a bunch of money. Yeah. And, uh, they're, you know, they're, they're heading home. They're able to, you know, one couple they were talking to, they were able to, uh, buy a home. They got married and they had kids here. And their kids are Americans. Yeah. And they were able to take a family vacation because they all moved down there, went to the beach. They were able to purchase a home. They were able to, uh, you know, the, the country gave them what they wanted. I think it's interesting because, you know, we've, we've, you and I have had conversations with people who are in the country illegally and they stay here for years and, you know, they have a business and, you know, are, are they paying taxes, that kind of thing? Some are, some aren't. Some are, some aren't. But it's a, it's a scary life. It is because any any if you know what if you roll a stop sign, if you roll a stop sign, you get pulled over, right? Yeah. And then they ask you, well, "Okay, can I have your ID?" And you, you're not you can't get a driver's license. Yeah, you know. So well, here, it depends on where you are. California, you can get a driver's not license. Not here. Yeah, not here. But California, so, they give you a driver's license. My point is, though, it, it's got to be a scary 
uh, a scary time if you are here illegally and you're kind of, we always hear, living in the shadows. Yeah. You don't want to make too much noise. Uh, you don't want to be sent back to where you are. You have a family here. You know, you could have you could have come here illegally, you know, 30 years ago. And yeah. now you have kids who are Americans, right, here because they're born here. Yeah. And you don't want to be tossed out of the country. So, I, I don't know, man, two million people self-deporting. That's odd to me. I find it to be a little odd, too. It's and again, really I don't odd. know the numbers for real because nobody knows numbers. I mean, how many times have we heard this, Gato? Yeah, how it's, many people It's 11 here? million people, but you just let 5 million in over the last two years. Uh, Did 6 million people or I mean, four, you know, 5 million? 50 million, million 20 million? I don't I know. Would, like, if you were to take a guess, take a run out. What do you 30 think million. I think 32. I think 30 is a fair number. Did you say 32? You're going no, 2 million? No, I said I think oh, you said 30, 30 as well. Two. Okay. I've always thought. If we knew the real number, I think that would change the conversation in this country when it comes to to, to illegal immigration in a major way. If we went from, hey, guys, remember we thought it was 11 million? Eh, it's 32 million. You're like, what? Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. But people who come here um, illegally, I would think most would want to stay for a ton of different reasons. Yeah. It's the greatest country in the world. You actually have a lot of opportunity here. Uh, even if you are here illegally, and you we, still have uh, an opportunity. It's easier to get a job here and that we pays give. well other than Mexico, right? We give. And we were talking yesterday about Yuma. I mean, you come here and you're sick. You, we're going to take care of you. Right. Right. right? Yeah. We're going to take care of you. If your kids are born here, you're here. The, we're uh, going to take care of them. They're going to go to school. They're going to get all. I mean, th- this is the thing. I mean, you always talk about, you know, America doesn't have a great safety net like Europe. Well, there's a lot of reasons for that. First of all, Europe, you're welcome because you don't have to have a, a great military if we're backing you. Secondly, and I think this is, you know, uh, we we give away so much stuff that you don't get in other places to people that do come here illegally. And it's. There's, you know. a, uh, there's a senior uh, fellow, obviously fellow. very important, right? Center for Migration Studies. Here's his quote. It's a myth that everyone comes here and nobody ever leaves. I, I get that. I get it. You know, a lot of people, you know, before, before this uh, asylum issue with the loophole, it was people coming over and sneaking over from Mexico. Yeah. And they were coming here for most likely jobs. Jobs. And then they would send the money back to Mexico and back to their family. Um, but would they actually leave the country? No, because it could be a lot harder to get in a second time. And see, one of the things they've talked about since the crackdown over the last few years has come as far as trying to, you know, keep people, you know, on the other side of the border. People have decided when they go home, they're just going to try to go home because coming back could be too big of a risk. But when you have states now that are sanctuary states, and if you don't know what that really means or sanctuary cities is the the local government. And the federal government, they don't talk at all. Right. So they will not deal with you. So if they take you in outside of a truly violent crime, they're going to let you free no matter what you've done. Interesting. So two million uh, immigrants who are here illegally have self-deported. Yes. According to this. All right. Hey, coming up next, 5 o'clock KTAR News Expansion with Becky Lynn. You get 15 minutes of commercial-free nonstop news traffic and weather.